more airy, more light, more mouthy coast. It's such a vibe, isn't it? Welcome to another week of Obviously Good. Whether it is the opening of a new restaurant or a crowd culinary favorite, this is a podcast for everyday foodies by Everyday Foodies. We are eating honest food and dishing up honest reviews for you every Tuesday. Hello and welcome to another episode of Obviously Good. You are joined, as always, with myself, Spicy B, Sweet Livy, <laughs> Hi guys. And Buttery Bella. <laughs> Hi guys. <laughs> hey. You're wow. so bizarre today. I'm on one tonight. How are we all though? How's the weekend? What's new? What's poppin'? Fill in Arnie BB. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yes, we did miss you on the weekend. Bella and I did spend some time together. I know. I was a bit jealous. I know, for a bit yeah. of a something special that you will hear on the podcast soon. So stay tuned for that. Otherwise, I had an awesome weekend. I had dinner with my sister and then two other girlfriends who were also sisters. So it was like a fun little sister date. Aww. Oh, that's really cute. So good. And then I went to the Swannies. So pretty good, pretty good weekend all around. Lips loves the Swans game. You don't pick me as a Swans fan. Is that a you thing or is that a Jack thing? It's a since dating Jack and then two years in, he bought me a swan scarf and that was when I converted. Right. Okay. <laughs> Prior to that, not never, interested. Yeah. Never watched much Swannies. My family certainly was a rugby union type family. Correct. But yes. then got into the AFL with Jack and it's a much better sport to get into. Oh, also oh. AFL players are way hotter. Just saying. Amen. I mean, I beg to differ, but anyway. Oh, we like that. Oh, no, 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 no. They're tall. They're lean. They can sprint really fast. They don't have smushed ears and yeah, noses. Yeah, because there's no um, like, what's that? Yeah. Scrumming, <laughs> I don't know, tackling, head knocking. yeah, head knocking. They don't all look like that. No, Plenty. some are, you know, hideous <laughs> mountain goats, but that's just the way of the world. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, Belle, how was your weekend, Belle? I had a really nice weekend on Friday night. B and I and some other friends did a DIY dumpling night. We did indeed. Mm. Oh, I did see the picture from that. It looked pretty good. It was beautiful and it turned up rather rowdy. There was a lot of red wine and some Disney happening till the late am yeah it did it just escalated quickly well <laughs> can i ask who was the head chef either of you oh no prudence, prudence. oh beatrice's sister of course yeah and i got stood down <laughs> <laughs> okay so essentially if you've ever tried to make dumplings they are you know they're fickle creatures mm. and they're yeah. hard and you yeah. gotta work fast and i oh, had <laughs> made a point of saying to bella bella you're gonna fuck this up Oh, yeah. So just, you know, just by the way. And she's like, no, 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 no. Anyway, first one, nightmare. It was a disaster. I think I had in my mind because obviously we just did the pasta thing recently. Yeah, nice. And I was like, it'll be like pasta, it'll be fine. But it's so much thinner. Yeah, the actual dough. Yeah. Dough wrapper. The wrapper is thinner. Yes. So it was a bit of a shit show. But anyway, <laughs> Beatrice, how was the rest of your weekend? Um, Pretty low key. I was... Semi hungover on the Saturday from the uh, the night that was, not from drinking too much. I think from drinking shitty wine. Oh, that's not like you guys yeah. drink shitty wine. No, I think it was. I haven't had rosé in a while, and I drank a lot of rosé, and I had like quite a bad headache the next day. Mm. PSA: Does anyone else think that rosé gives you headaches? No, I think it does. Hence why I don't drink white wine because it gives me headaches. Yeah, but rosé, depending on what it is, is usually fine. But so I was feeling a bit hung Saturday. I managed to scoop myself off the floor and go to the art gallery and just have a little wander. Stunning. Nice. Yeah, it was it was nice. It was chill. Oh, that just sounds so wholesome, B. I love that for you. I know, very not my vibe, but um, you, you knew you knew me. Is it too late for you to say that? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Speaking of new, let's take it to talk of the town. 
which is where we discuss what is hot off the pass in food this week. Libby, I believe you have something for us. A very exciting one for you all this week. So um, one of my favourite chefs, Kylie Kwong, I'm sure she's uh, a favourite chef of many out there. She Mm. is indeed. She has just opened up her much-anticipated restaurant, Lucky Kwong. So named after her late son. It's a casual dining spot, only doing lunch. Mm, But it's got that, you know, her style is the Cantonese sort of style food. But it's not going to be anything like her previous restaurant, Billy Kwong, which was Mm. a homage to her father. So it's going to be very exciting. It's located in Redfern in the South Everly Precinct. Yes, which Mm. is very up and coming. Yeah, absolutely. So... Very, very excited about this one and I cannot wait to see what she does. Me either. I was, you know, sad that she'd never come back. Mm. She's back and she's back with a bang. That's it. Yes. Oh, like that clap for everyone. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's a short but sweet one for you this week. So, Bella, I think it's time that you tell us where we got to this week. Thanks, Libs. I sure will. So this week we embarked on B's first Korean barbecue And all I can say is thank the Lord for Libby. A little PSA for everyone out there who is also thinking about enjoying Korean barbecue. Make sure you have at least one party knowing what they're actually doing. (laughs) There will be fire, coal, scissors, spatulas, self-adjusting range hoods. Basically, whatever I personally try to avoid in the kitchen is there. Coined as a global franchise introducing Korean flavors to the world, 678 or... 678 Korean barbecue resides in Sydney CBD not to be confused with the one in Haymarket as two parties warned multiple times <laughs> don't threat if you can't make it to the CBD though as there is a well sought out one in Eastwood that you can also venture to once you make it you'll find yourself walking into a traditional inspired interiors that are hosting meat with a shy marbling score of eight plus so how did we enjoy our experience well As you pointed out in the intro, I was a Korean barbecue virgin up until the other night. Um, Would I go back? Yes. Was I overwhelmed? Yes. Um, I'm actually so surprised, the more I think about it, that none of us burnt ourselves. (laughs) Oh, actually, yeah. Like when you think about it, that thing is flying around. You know, Bella did explain it quite well, but basically what's happening is you're sitting on a table and in the middle of the table is pot of piping hot coals they bring it out after you've ordered basically over that is a sort of grate and then you just free for all cook your own meat over the top and we also obviously got some veggies for the old (laughs) me in the corner um (laughs) but it's a great hands-on experience Mm. it's Mm. just an interesting one for people like our dear friend bella who doesn't love to cook Mm. it is very hands-on like you're not going and sitting there and like a meal's coming out you are making your food which yep. sometimes I question the point of. <laughs> I go to a restaurant to um, to avoid doing that. So well, you didn't have to do the dishes. Oh, look, that's true. And I like dishes. Yeah, true. That's your specialty. Yeah. So true. But also, what is um, this particular Korean restaurant is known for? As Bella mentioned, the wagyu. So the scoring on the meat. It's quite a good quality. The marbling through it. Me not being a beef lover didn't necessarily opt for the wagyu but we did get a quite a delicious cut of beef i'm told talk us through that yeah i mean does it get to a point in your life where all beef tastes the same i don't know am i at that point maybe i think well here's where i think it would have tasted better if someone else cooked it because i think i'd taken over at this point true because i got a bit like oh beef like i don't know what i'm doing here you guys should take it because i want you to ruin it if you're like (laughs) as opposed to me yeah exactly and then like you know I feel like medium rare on a saucepan is different to medium rare on a grill. <laughs> yeah. No. 
None of us have done much grilling before. But sorry, I really jumped ahead there. I wanted to talk about the beef, but I think we should talk about arriving, getting to the venue. It, as Bella said, it's all wooden vibe. Also very confusing that it is 678, not at 678. Yeah. True. Different random number. I don't know. That just kind of confused me. So it was like 396 Pitt Street and the restaurant was called 678. Yep. So trick for young players, the number of the restaurant is not the number on the street. Yes, indeed. So be careful with that one. Now, when we sat down, we looked around, we thought drinks. What did we go for? No, you thought drinks, which is not very something that comes out of your mouth. So I was keen. You're like, oh, I feel like we should do some beers. I've noticed she does it on Thursdays onwards. Oh, yeah. Because you <laughs> kick it onto the weekend. Hey, and Thursday's my Friday. So I was down. We did actually only have one. So that was pretty impressive from the side. But we all got a beer. We got the Cass. Yes, mm. exactly. Very cheap. $8 for a can. Kind of. Is that cheap? Uh. I do not know. I could not even tell you the price of beer in a restaurant. To be honest with you, same. And it just felt cheap because it was like on the cheaper side of the menu. (laughs) But like, no idea. Everyone in the restaurant had it or they had soju or plum wine. So we just decided to go just straight for the beer. I was happy with it. Washed everything down well. It did actually. Washed the spice down well. Mm. Mm. I don't think so. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) So essentially once you sit down, you... It immediately comes with just all these sides, right? Yes. And they are called... Oh, that's a special Korean name. Yeah, I think they're called Banchan. And so essentially any Korean restaurant or Korean barbecue that you go to, it it comes with a variation of sides. So it'll always have kimchi or some sort of fermented cabbage. And then you're likely to get other pickled vegetables. You know, something. sometimes they have a crispy sort of like fish pancake and that sort of thing. Um, In this instance, we got, as we said, the kimchi... We got a very sweet, sweet potato. Yeah, it was not a sweet potato as we know it. It was a potato, a white potato in like cane sugar. Like yam looking. Yeah, that's it. So it is a sweet potato though, B, because yam is essentially a type of sweet potato. I don't know. Feelings not facts over here. Feelings so. <laughs> not facts. Let's not get bogged down in the truth. That was just a weird vibe. Wasn't about that. Sorry. That one particularly. Well, it was just like one random lone potato. Yes. Wet. It wet. is. It was. Well, it was, it was wet with wet. the sugar syrup. It was wet. Oh, is that how it becomes sweet? <laughs> or is it naturally sweet? I don't even know if it's sugar syrup. Anyway, we're getting too bogged down this <laughs> tiny thing. <laughs> Moving through, there was also a really delicious um, plain simple salad that had sort of a sesame dressing on it. Mm. And mm. then there was also a nice similar flavoring to kimchi but it was sort of bean sprouts and shallots and things like that Mm. and they were all the side dishes as well as some sauces so some chili sauce and and stuff like that my question is like obviously they come out with the sides of all the sauces and everything how do you know what goes with what and, you know, like I was dipping sauce in stuff I shouldn't have. And then I was like, ugh. Because like, I think that if you go often, you get so used to the different combinations of flavors. And I think that that was probably part of our issue is that we don't know enough about the complexities of Korean food. Yeah. Absolutely. And so we like for me, I'm a big fan of kimchi. So I really loved all those sort of flavors and combining them together was quite delicious. But for Bella, you, you didn't like the kimchi flavor. So that was kind of a tricky. Yeah, I've definitely ruled out kimchi. You might come to it. You might grow into it. Yeah, I don't think so. This is an, <laughs> an olive situation. They did also have on the table in front of each of us a little kind of pamphlet with like what to do with the sides. Like there was one thing was like take your kimchi and wrap it in a piece of lettuce and do this. And like so it did have some instruction. Mm, yeah. We didn't actually follow that. No. We also have to mention our complimentary scrambled egg soup. Oh. Yes, it was so awesome. So it comes to the table piping hot in a black sort of cauldron. 
and the egg is <laughs> I like that. I really it's like very that. accurate and like piping hot, like literally just bubbling. Yeah, and bubbling so much. And you know, with egg, when it's freshly cooked, that's sort of a weird way to say it, but it often like if it's been scrambled or something, much like a souffle, it pops up really high mm. and then as it cools it starts to deflate. It gets literally from the man's hand to in front of B and then within 10 seconds she blinks and it's deflated and she's like what's happened to my <laughs> what happened to my egg soup <laughs> but we didn't mind it didn't mind it just did a bit of a weird of a texture vibe because I was like oh yeah yum it tastes like egg and then I remember like I put the the wetness back I poured <laughs> yeah. it back in the bowl Lib was like it's a soup dude you drink it <laughs> And also, mm. there was still more in that bowl. <laughs> you poured yeah. it into it. Yes, I was. <laughs> so weird from you. <laughs> but I think we should then jump into the safest dish that we got, which was the seafood pancake. Would we call oh, it okay. safe? Well, it, it's probably the wrong way thing to say because everything on there is like pretty delicious. It was all just like vegetables and meat, like it's all safe. But as in, safe well, I think that we know pancakes, we know fried, we know that sort of style food. So it was quite a sort of like comforting. Thing to eat i loved it i knew that it was going to be a lot yes it was huge like it probably could have been a meal for all three of us mm. totally but extremely yummy nonetheless no i thought it was totally delicious b why did you not like it oh seafood but the seafood was good no it was fine like it was a mind of a matter thing again and i got involved because i was like i could walk out of here hungry because this is getting real weird but again just it would have been better if it wasn't seafood, personally for me. Just a plain sort of spring onion. Yeah, savory. oh yum, they're so good. It's a similar style, right? But this one also obviously has a bit of kimchi through it and stuff like that. So different flavours. But yeah, no, be... it was definitely hitting the spot though. It was delish. Yeah, oh good. Okay, I like that. Yeah, just better if it wasn't seafood. And then obviously <laughs> our mains come out. And as we mentioned, the Wagyu, we've already spoken about that. And then we did get some thinly slivered pork jowl and a veggie plate. The veggie plate looked like a little artwork. So beautiful. Yes. Oh. Beef not. She's just been to the art gallery, so she doesn't agree. <laughs> She's no, inspired. There's just so many bloody mushrooms. And I love mushrooms. If Me you too. cooked another mushroom. I know by the end I was cooking all the mushrooms and B was like, put the forest away. <laughs> I was yeah, I was like, I was like, cancel this forest. I'm not involved. Like unless these are magic mushrooms at this point, I don't want in. <laughs> it's your life, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I loved all the mushrooms. I think something that we did do not very well, well, I think I didn't do it very well, was cooking the yam or like the big bits of sweet potato that came on the plate. Mm. I put them straight on the hot plate as soon as the hot coals came out. And I think you're not meant to do that. Well, it's like any oven, right? Needs to be preheated. Yeah, but I th and I think it was more the other way around. Like it was too hot in the first, you know, 10 minutes and it got oh. sort of like a good cooking temp after that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like a more moderate heat. So... I don't know. I'm a bit disappointed in myself on that one. But otherwise, quite interesting. How do we feel about the pork? So the pork was quite yummy. Obviously, I didn't want to eat too much of the pork because that was your main source of protein. Main source of income. Protein. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like the Wagyu was too rich compared. Yeah. So it was a nice balance, I reckon, between the two of them. B was less than impressed, I have to say. I know. Yeah, I know the goal was to eat more pork and I had a piece, but it just like, ugh. I don't know, like, why was it so thinly sliced? We chose the thinly sliced pork because we could have gone for the pork belly, which would have been much thicker. But I was a bit worried about how we were going to cook it. I didn't, like, pork belly that's not cooked well is not, like, juicy and succulent. So I was like, we'll just go for the thinly sliced. She suggested it. Our waitress, I thought, give it a go. I thought it was really tasty. And I think it's that thing of, like, it's just the way that we cooked it. 
So like, <laughs> I think when I've been other times, other people have cooked it for me and it's always been quite good. Mm. Whereas this time I was cooking, Belle was cooking, like we were not kind of doing a great job of managing No, we're getting very like overwhelmed and excited. Exactly. So I feel like I let you down on that, on the pork front B. So don't be too disappointed in pork itself. No, no, no. I don't think you did, Lib. You know, I don't want you to um, beat yourself up over there. <laughs> I just think pork is just, it's not my made of choice. We know that. We do know that. Yeah. And we were talking about the Wagyu, so we just need to touch on it lightly. Would you go back for the for the beef? I would indeed. Oh, you liked it? Yeah, super yum. Oh, great. Now, I do want to also make mention of the lovely couple or oh, two girlfriends or whoever they were sitting next to us. So two girls around our age sitting next to us. And they ordered. So we were stuffed after this meal. You know, you can imagine we ate all the sides. We ate everything. Had our beers. We were stuffed. These two girls next to us ordered about six to seven plates of the meat. Literally no word of a lie. I was like making eyes at Libby and I was like, look how much food they've ordered. Libby's like, no, nah, no, nah, they've got people coming. Because I thought they had like their bags on the two other seats. Yeah. I thought they were like waiting Then it friends. became very clear it was just the two of them. It was amazing. I feel though like if you don't focus on the sides, you probably could pack some meat away. I do think they had less sides. Actually, no, because they ordered the pancake thing as well. Yeah. And then it comes with the complimentary sides. Oh, yeah. But they know. knew what they were doing. They were fully chopping. Like they were doing it all right. That's so true. We had, a, we had a bit of a moment of Bella trying to chop the raw beef and that caused a bit of trouble. So like these girls knew they were like, they cooked the beef first, they chopped it into little sections. And then cooked it more. And then cooked it more. They knew exactly what they were doing. They, yeah. they changed around their grill to get a different grill type. I don't know if that was purpose or if they had like a bit of a fire situation. <laughs> yeah. Like the people before. I know. And the, the restaurant's answer was shove heaps of lettuce in there. Yeah. When a fire <laughs> breaks out, they just shove lettuce on top of the fire. Hilarious. I mean, pretty clever. <laughs> <laughs> I quite liked it. I thought it was quite funny. It's crazy because there's so many elements and so much happening. And yet when you sit down and talk about it, it's actually not that much to talk about. Totally. I guess because it's all just like it's all in bowls and then it's all on the fire and then it's all in your mouth. Totally. And it happens sort of like even though you have to cook it all, it kind of happens quite quickly. You're eating a lot. All you're doing is eating. Like I, we were trying to talk, but Bella and I, between us, there was the exhaust fan in the way. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, hi, trying to dodge around it. So you're kind of just like eating to get mm. through. Yeah, I kind of agree with that. I don't really have that much more to say about it. Mm. All right, well, let's take it to Order Off The Menu. Order Off The Menu is the part of the podcast where we decide whether it's worth a visit or not. B, bougie or basic? Definitely a basic vibe. Yeah. Yep. You're cooking with your hands, guys. Like Bella said, you ain't, you know, you're not paying top dollar for people to cook for you. Although I think we did pay top dollar. We'll, <laughs> well get to this, that in a second. Well, this is also <laughs> the point though. You're going to a restaurant like this because of the quality of the meat. Mm. So like it had premium cuts of beef that you really like, you know, you source out. And that was why there was so many people there because of that. And so it's sort of bougie in the way that like. You get that really thick marbling of the steak and stuff. Absolutely. I think it's one of the bougier Korean barbecues. Mm, yeah. But the Korean barbecue as like a whole concept is basic in its fundamentals. It's just you're cooking food on a grill. Yeah. yeah. Like it's meant to be. Yeah. It's not complicated. It's not something like super fancy. But I do think the one we went to is one of the nicer ones. But anyhow, I'm putting it in the basic box. Yep. Okay. I think that's easy. It sits there comfortably. Again, I hate my own section. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the bougie meats then, Libby, dollars for dishes. Yeah, I know. Very interesting, this one. 
$120 between the three of us, so $40 a head for pretty premium cut beef, the pork, as we said, the veggie plate, all the most of the sides were free. And then we obviously got the pancake and the beers. We walked out of there rolling out. We were stuffed to the brim. Mm-hmm. But overall experience, I didn't have any beef. <laughs> and I don't know the value of beef. It's really hard for me it's to realize so that. So, yeah. you know, as we said, the pork was cut quite thin. And so you didn't feel like you're like, oh, this is juicy and yum. And it is quite laborious, you know, to, to turn the veggies. I mean, it certainly was for you because I guess like me and Bella were like, hey, Lib, you've been a chef before. I guess this is in your field now. <laughs> yeah. I get trying to give it to Bella. I was like, Bella, you're done. She's like, I'm bored of this already. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I feel like I held the reins for a while. You did, especially with the beef. So I'm not unimpressed with the value for money because I think that you can certainly get bang for your buck if you know what you're doing. Mm. But in our instance, I don't think we did. So I think I'm going to give it a pass, a 2.5 out of 5. Okay. It's either here nor there, so I'm going to have to stick it in the middle and play it at the pass. I think you'll understand what I mean when you go. It's a relatively expensive experience for a lot of labour. Yes. <laughs> so that's where I'm going to leave it. Love me or hate me. That is the question. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Now, Belle, mate or date? Mate. Yep. Absolutely. I just feel like... A, if you're going there on a date, I mean, it might be for some people. Like Libby, I feel like you'd be able to impress there. Whereas I, on the other hand, would be like, oh gosh, like he's going to know that I don't know what I'm doing really early on. And it would be like tragic. And I think the other part of it, as we said, you know, those two, that two girls sitting next to us, they, I mean, yeah, I suppose they got thousands of different meats. But the reality is you can't, the more people you have, the more choice you have. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And so if you go with a group, you can try different things. I mean, I still don't get those girls, hey? Yeah, I have no idea where they were putting that, but... I know they were slim too. But yes, no, okay, I completely agree with your rating. Mate, certainly suits. Mate it is. All right. Well, I think that it's time to take it to Food Features and Fails. Food Features and Fails is the part of the podcast where we tell you a food feature or a horrible food fail from our week. wants to start oh don't throw it make a decision commit i'll go oh, okay bella <laughs> <laughs> bella's gonna start for us tonight bella thanks libs so i am gonna take it back to how i opened this evening with the diy dumpling night nice now as i said i probably wasn't the best at this yes similar to our actual whole night at korean barbecue it was yeah. very similar okay similar feelings yeah yeah except i feel like this dumpling night was a bit more, um, oh, I don't know, we had like Rachel Potter, who's an artist. and so every, Oh, she was a bit creative. She knew what she was doing. Or she was learning on the spot and oh. everything she did turned to gold. Mm. Yeah, she was showing us up. Mm. She definitely was. And then Prudence has her talent backing her up. And then B and I kind of got shafted to the fried rice. <laughs> we did. We, we said, you know, we're going to find our own glory in this kitchen. Yeah. And it, it's not here. Yeah. We knew when to bow down and we did. And to be honest, I actually think that fried rice was unreal. And so what are you featuring? The dumplings or the fried rice? The fried rice. Oh, <laughs> sorry, Prudence, if you're listening. Suck it. The dumplings didn't get the shout, so fried rice it was. <laughs> I like that little feature for you. Yeah. So, B, do you have one as well? I do have a feature, actually. I had some tasty, tasty ramen on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a place in Newtown which I've always – it's hard to describe. It's – the entrance is down this alleyway, but it's like on King Street, but it's up. 
So oh. you have to enter from the bottom, go up like a quite a big flight of stairs, and it's on like an upstairs level. Okay. So when you're trying to find it on the street, like we walked past it and couldn't find it. And then when I realized where we were going, I was like, oh my gosh, I've been wanting to go here for so long. Oh, nice. It gets even better because we didn't have a booking. So we walked in and we're like, oh, we don't have a booking. And she was like, oh, yeah, five minute wait. Perfect. Perfect. The people right after us came in, oh, we don't have a booking. She looks up and goes, yeah, 50 minute wait. Oh. So we just got in. Thank God. Like literally like by the skin of our teeth. How good. I love that. How good. And the ramen was very delicious. Oh, ramen was so good. I got like, hey, you'll get really excited, but then you won't because then I'll tell you. Essentially, I got this like scallop and pork ramen, but don't worry, I didn't eat scallop or pork. Oh. (laughs) So that was gifted to my dinner date. So extra for them. Oh, Uh, lucky, lucky. I know. Can I ask why you got a pork and scallop dish? Because as much as I don't like that stuff, I'm also like not an idiot. Like I know that the best ramens, the best sort of, like, you know, broths and stuff are made out of pork and seafood and that sort of stuff. And I'm fine to have that in that form, but actually eating like a whole chunk of pork or scallop is not my vibe. So it's usually just like a treat to whoever is with me that evening <laughs> or sitting. I wish I got that extra scallop. I wish yeah, I was it's your like, dinner day. That's like seriously like money in a bowl right there. Mm. Anyway, to sum it up, huge feature. And the place is called Shumanchi, by the way. Sounds absolutely delightful. Mm. Lips, have you got a feature or a fail? I also have a feature this week. Now, you know how we were talking about a little while ago how the Coles and IJs are doing these like kind of, they're turning into like little concept stores. Yeah, exactly. So my local Coles is in Edgecliff. And I went there the other day. (laughs) (laughs) Must be nice. And I went there the other day and it's got, you know, mochi, that sort of like chewy substance, like Japanese glutinous. Yeah, I know exactly what it is. Anyway, it's it's a type of dessert, right? Turkish delight. It's sort of a similar texture, to be honest. Mm. At this new Coles, they've got like a mochi bar. So a whole sort of ice cream cabinet full of different flavoured mochis. And you can go in with your tongs and pick which ones you want. Oh, so good. It's sort of random. but like, Do you like mochi? Yeah, Sorry. Is it a I, thing that you like to dabble in a lot? Um, I have dabbled in occasionally. And I was feeling particularly like I was just like wanting something sweet. And so I just got one. $1.50, just got one. How big is the one? Um, just like the size of a normal small cookie kind of thing, but like a bit puffy. Like a but it's cold. But it's a fro- it's an ice cream basically. Oh. So inside the mochi, I'm picturing so many different things right now. Inside the normal sort of chewiness of a mochi was strawberry ice cream. So you can just imagine, it's just good. It's chewy texture on the outside. It doesn't melt in your hand like ice cream might if you're holding it. It's this was a great experience oh, all around. Oh, hands. Yeah. Uh oh, she's out. Yeah, no, it's like a biscuit. You eat biscuits with your hands. Yeah, I don't like. Do you think you can put a picture on the Instagram? Because like this is just a bit of a mind boggle. I didn't take one. I was too excited by eating. Can you go back and take one? (laughs) I probably could. If not, I'll put up a screenshot from like the Coles website or something. You're nice. So that everyone knows. You're nice. Nice, Yeah, it was definitely worth a try, and I might be sending some your way next, guys. So stay tuned. Shit, money is ripe in Edgecliff. A dollar fifty. I've got it to spare just for you two, though. Oh. As always, thank you, our beautiful podcast listeners, for listening to yet another episode of Obviously Good. If you have enjoyed what is in your ears, please leave us a review, give us a rating, and tell a friend. Absolutely. It's the best way to get our podcast out there. And while you're there, why don't you jump into our Facebook community? That's Obviously Good Podcast on Facebook. 
And while you're also there, you can jump on Instagram and find us. You can send us places that you want us to go check out and eat. And you can also see pics from today's podcast and every other podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Bye. Bye. <laughs>